Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello and welcome to episode number 35 of the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are coming to you with our summer review of seasons one and two of Lost. And this week we are discussing, uh, let's see, what is this? Season one, episode number seven, Seven? I think. Confidence Man. And we're starting to lose track. We're watching these things every week. And today's episode is a centric a Sawyer-centric episode. <laughs> I really probably should go back to start editing these things. What do you think, babe? I don't know. No, probably not. Hey, everybody, this is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm breaking into our original recorded podcast to let you know of our sponsor that we have picked up for this episode, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about it right now. I do want to mention that this podcast is being sponsored by allstarfigures.com, and that name is very familiar to our generally speaking longtime listeners, as Angelo from AllStarFigures.com has sponsored our show a couple times in the past, and we are very much appreciative of that. Anytime he gets the opportunity to to do this for us, and in return, we want to tell you, of course, about some new Lost figurines that are available. Now, a few weeks back, we told you about the Charlie figurine. Now there are plenty more. In fact, we have uh, Kate and Jack and John Locke and Hurley and Shannon and uh, all kinds of figurines that are available, and you can get them at a pre-order discounted price by visiting Angelo's site at www.allstarfigures.com. And if you want to check out all the uh, great uh, snapshots from Comic-Con of the close-ups of these uh, figurines that are on display there, you can go to www.allstarfigures.com forward slash lostpictures.html. <laughs> There'll be a link to it in our show notes. Anyway, moving right along, we have a format set up for this show. Uh, we start off the summer review by doing an audio recap. We realize that not everybody is viewing the episodes as we view them. And so I, we figure with a good five to six minute audio recap, uh, you can kind of remember what happened during the episode that we're discussing. So we've put that together for you. In fact, Rem at 5 by 5 Audio put that together for us. And we'll play a promo to get uh, his plug in there. And also, we're going to do some character analysis. This is where we take a look at the characters of the island and basically take a look at you know what's going on in their lives, what decisions are they making, how is that impacting you know the outcomes of what's happening. And then we do what comes up after the character analysis, babe. Island mystery. The island mystery. We'll take a little. We explore what's going on in this island. Mm-hmm. Uh, we usually take a look at Lost in the news. And uh, we have a podcast update and some listener feedback. So that's what we've got. And we're going to go ahead and start off with our audio recap that was put together by this gentleman. Five by five audio. Need a professional voice for your website, podcast, PowerPoint, or phone system? Get it done. Get it done. We're five by five, you know? Get a professional voice working for you. 5x5audio.com 5x5audio 
Hell of a book. It's about bunnies. Must be cold without your trunks. How about you come a little closer? Warm me up. You sure know how to make a girl feel special, Sawyer. You're incredible, Sawyer. I love you. What do you want right now? How could I want anything else? I thought you had a meeting. You weren't exactly supposed to see that. What are you doing in my stuff, son? Ready to tell me what happened? You were trying to find the source of the distress call. I switched on my antenna, and then darkness. Whoever hit me came from behind. Listen, we're going to figure this out, but don't do anything. I will do what I need to do to find the man responsible. We need some help over here! What happened? Sawyer. He just jumped me, man. Why? Shannon has asthma. She just she sneaks hits when no one's looking. Today I see that jackass reading Watership down. Wait, you're, you're losing me. It was in my bags, the stuff that I checked. If he has my book, he has my luggage. If he has the luggage, he has the inhalers. Where is it? Where's what? The girl's asthma medicine. That. You attacked a kid for trying to help his sick sister. No, I whooped a thief because he was going through my stuff. Yours? Look, I don't know what kind of commie share fest you're running over in Cave Town, but down here, possession's nine tenths. Get up. You sure you want to make this your problem, Doc? Oh, yeah. That's everything I have. $140,000. There's an oil mining operation in the Gulf of Mexico. Drilling platforms. $300,000 buys you one share. But as soon as you invest, a government-sponsored fund kicks in and triples your money in two weeks. $300,000? Yeah. There's another option. That I give you the $160,000 and we split the profit. What do you want, Sawyer? What do you want for the inhalers? Guess I ought to do it. Try too hard, Sawyer. Nobody's that disgusting. Senior, you know, with that piece of paper, one you keep in your pocket... Seen the expression on your face when you read it. You think you understand me? Yeah. I think I have. Shut up! Want to know what kind of human being I am? Read it. Dear Mr. Sawyer, you don't know who I am, but I know who you are, and I know what you've done. You had sex with my mother, and then you stole my dad's money all away. So he got angry. And he killed my mother. And then he killed himself, too. Don't stop now. Get to the good part. All I know is your name. One of these days, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to give you this letter so you'll remember what you've done to me. You killed my parents, Mr. Sawyer. Just try to breathe. Breathe. Come on, Shan, work with me. I don't know you well, but I know your wife. I'm just not sure I'm comfortable with it. Louisiana will invest two-thirds of the drilling cost. What is this? A loophole? Look, David, you're reluctant. I get it. You got your lumber yard. You don't need this. We should do this. Jess, I, I don't even know this guy. You know what? Let's not do this. I've got another investor who's already David. committed. Wait. <laughs> Help! She's not breathing! Shannon, this isn't just the asthma. It's anxiety. It's in no. your head, yes. You know that your medicine's run no. out and you're panicking. Shannon, Shannon, look at me. But we can fight this together. What will happen if she doesn't get the medicine? I served five years in the Republican Guard. I thought you were a communications officer. Part of my training entailed getting the enemy to communicate. Just give me ten minutes with you. What are you doing? This was Sawyer's choice, not mine. If you do this... Oh, ain't you the brave one? Jumping a guy while he's napping. 
I'm in trouble now, Ada. Now, all I want is the asthma medicine. Just tell me where the inhalers are, and we'll stop. We do not have bamboo in Iraq, although we do have something similar. Reeds. But their effect is the same. When the shoots are inserted underneath the fingernails. I think you've never actually tortured anybody in your life. Unfortunately for us both, you're wrong. <laughs> That's it? That's all you got? Splatters? No wonder we kicked your ass in the gulf. No! No. Don't stop now. I think my sinuses are clearing. What the hell is wrong with you? Perhaps losing an eye will loosen your tongue. Okay! Only person I'll tell is her. So I'm here. Where is it? Happy to tell you. As soon as I get that kiss... Are you serious? Baby, I'm tied to a tree in a jungle of mystery. I just got tortured by a damn spinal surgeon and a genuine Iraqi. Of course I'm serious. Okay. I don't have it. What? A medicine. I don't have it. Never did. All righty. Looks like we're in the oil business. We get the money back. Week from tomorrow. Hi, baby. What are you doing up? Will you read to me? minute sweetheart we have company right now deals off forget it what are you doing hold on what is this a joke calling it off walking away you're not walking out of here you know what i had to do for this all this money in one day take your hand off me boy sawyer what's going on here this isn't how it was supposed to work you said that we were said what he say jessica i've been trying to figure out why you beat up boone instead of just telling him you didn't have his sister's medication why you pretended to have it anyway you want to be hated this letter wasn't written to you. You wrote this letter. Her name's not Sawyer, is it? It was his name. He was a confidence man. Romance one moment to get to the money. So I wrote that letter. I wrote it knowing one day I'd find him. That ain't the sad part. When I was 19, I needed six grand to pay these guys off I was in trouble with. So I found a pretty lady with a dumb husband who had some money. And I got him to give it to me. I was out for a tragedy. Came the man I was hunting. I'm sorry. Don't you feel sorry for me? Get that one up. Get out! Saeed? I can't stay here. I'm leaving. I don't know for how long. Saeed, you can't. What I did today, I swore to do never again. I hope we meet again. Lost Character Analysis well, Confidence Man, we just finished watching that about 10 minutes ago, I would say. And what did you think about this episode of Lost from Season 1? It wasn't that great. It wasn't one of my favorites, it's but we got to be yeah. careful. We wouldn't consider it quite ho-hum. <laughs> Actually, it was, in a way. Why do you keep bringing that up? I don't know. Leave it alone. I know. There's got to be new listeners out there that... Have no idea. About the whole home stuff. That I got attacked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you were the only one. <gasps> no, so, but I said it. So. No. It it really wasn't one of the best episodes of Lost. It wasn't. And it's my... Is is James Ford, is he my least favorite character? I think so. I I think he is. Um, you know, and, and at least he's the character you've disliked for the longest. Yeah, he's the one that's been consistently uh, on my hit list as far as uh, people that are on the island. Well, I don't know. I well, I guess yeah, 
Anna Lulu. I, I didn't like her. She was my least favorite. But you didn't. Okay. I said for the longest. You you didn't yeah. like Sawyer before you didn't like I her. I guess he's my least favorite that's still living on the island, I guess. Perhaps. Okay. Okay, so okay. anyway, we want to thank Rem for putting together the audio segment. And, and I kind of love how he put in that... <laughs> in there when it was mostly one of those silent, silent and sloppy wet kisses that yeah. Kate threw on uh, Sawyer there. Anyway, no, it wasn't a it wasn't a great episode as far as action and involvement and plot movement, and and for for I think it was mainly just trying to get you to connect with Sawyer. That, that's what I was going to say. Most that, other character centric I um, episodes episodes up to this point have have obviously the flashbacks have been of that character, but there's been a lot of on the island relationship stuff between other people. Now, really, all we got is a little bit about um, Charlie and Claire. Yeah. Okay, we did get a little bit of them. We got the very beginning of Saeed. Yeah. We, little, little, you know, little, they're starting yeah. to help us, you know, say, hey, who is this Iraqi guy? Because he's next in solitary. I did like Saeed's... Um, Statement, you know, I or Jack says, I thought you were a communications officer. I love that. Part of my training was to get people to communicate. <laughs> so, he was good at it too. He was good at it. Um, but so relationship stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. let's let's try to bring stay away from Sawyer for just a minute. Is there is there anything with Charlie and Claire that you noticed in this episode that you wanted to bring out? Um. I love how thoughtful he was in that he couldn't get the peanut butter, obviously. I like how he tried. He did. He I mean, tried very hard. He he tried very hard. And then he comes to her with an empty jar and, you know, he was very, um, he really wanted her to come off of the island and into the caves to be, um, I With think, the doctor? With the doctor, out of the sun, in shelter. Um, it was very caring. It, it showed a caring side of Charlie. Um, little funny crazy there when he sticks the finger in the empty jar and he's like, oh, peanut butter, smooth, creamy peanut butter makes you want a glass of milk. Yeah. I don't <laughs> but, uh, know. I kind of liked it. I, it, it really it showed really thoughtful. that it was thoughtful and he was really trying. And what, what it shows is, and, and I don't know if it's really that possible, that he would have already been over the withdrawal of the drugs already. Well, he was really bad at the end of the... Yeah, I, I suppose because because in this episode it's kind of like all of a sudden now he's just right. He's just over. I, it. I would I would guess that this might be our largest time jump as far as maybe this is a couple of days later. You yeah, know, I don't know. I I really didn't investigate that, and, and I'm not sure that they really left much clue into it. They really didn't. I'm not very great without my Kim subtle points. So Kim, <laughs> help us. So yeah, Charlie off the drugs, very nice guy, and very lovable, and, and he really was, care. He, he really re- does care. He really was caring for someone else, right? Because up up to that point, watching him care for Claire, it's always been about me and my band. Have you heard about my band? Yeah, you know it's it's always been very yeah, self centered. It, it wasn't him, and it was right. Then you got Boone. Let's talk about Boone for a little bit because they're starting to bring up the Boone again. Now Boone mm-hmm. obviously, you know, felt you know he tried to help 
it, it, you know, can, I think we need a pen so we can stick it in this <laughs> throat. Um, you know, he tried to help, and poor guy, he, he wasn't able to do much. And then, of course, uh, he, you know, as a lifeguard, a licensed lifeguard, he couldn't help save the girl, and in fact, you know, caused somebody to need to save him, and and uh, so he he wasn't doing too hot there. So he assumes, but he runs a company. But he runs a company, so he assumes that that, uh, that Sawyer Simon. has the inhalers, right? And he goes and starts digging through Sawyer's stuff. Now, I I think, I, why not talk to Sawyer first? Because Sawyer doesn't talk. Yeah, well, I don't care. I, the the thing is, is I think that he made a mistake. He set some things into motion that had some domino effects. Now, the thing is, is uh, Maybe Sawyer, so, but I, Sawyer was like a piece of... I don't of, see how you would do it any differently. Matthew's on an inhaler now. Yes, I would have done it differently. No, I don't think Yeah, I would have. have. Let me tell you, I, I, the, first of, the first thing I think is that um, Sawyer and the whole Sawyer, Saeed, and Jack thing... That was like a piece of dynamite from the Black Rock waiting to explode anyway. And so if if Boone didn't start it, it was going to explode somewhere else. But Boone's actions of going and digging through Sawyer stuff without talking to Sawyer first was a catalyst for what we saw happen. All the, all the bad stuff that happened here. I, I believe that. Now, to your point, if Matthew, my son, you know, needed an inhaler... And and I thought that Sawyer had it. I am sorry. I would definitely, without any question whatsoever, if I thought Sawyer had it because I saw him with the, my book that was in my checked luggage, I would have gone and talked to Sawyer. You know, the thing is, is I, I don't care what's happened at this point. My first step would be to do that. Now, the thing is, is I'm not Boone, obviously. And he's made a decision, and, and I think that what we saw is, is a result of that decision. And, and, and I think if Sawyer would have said, listen, sorry about your luck or whatever, and he pretended that he didn't have it, or pretended that he had it but wasn't going to give it to me at that point, I would have went to the group of people. And, I mean, I would have went to the rest of the survivors and said, listen, my son is sick, or, my, or Shannon is sick, and I think that Sawyer has it, and this is why. And I think that that's would have been the proper way to handle the situation. Maybe so, but he's not the greatest at handling things. And no, he's not. And you know, that's what and, I'm getting at. He right. he rushes. I guess what we're seeing in Boone is a, is somebody who wants to help. He has the right motives, but always acts acts in a very hastily manner. Which causes you to have a serious lack of judgment. So, okay. so what I'm saying is, I guess perhaps seeking wise counsel before you jump into action. Here, here are some examples of that. Yeah, um, but if you got, you got, okay, give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Shannon's his sister. Yes. We all know Shannon. She's hysterical. Mm-hmm. She's self-centered. She complains a lot. Yeah. And now she can't breathe. No, she could breathe at at the time when which, she went to go see it. To exactly get, when he went to go she get, she could it. breathe, which means she could complain and she can nag and she can drive him crazy until he can't think rationally. And then he should have. Well, okay, so <laughs> may, you're saying perhaps. Well, I don't know. Maybe that that, Shannon was the catalyst that. 
<laughs> it's her nagging attitude that started the whole thing. Absolutely. That could be. But but that doesn't answer the 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 failure to seek wise counsel um with in the, the other. wild. They're in the wild. Uh, but anyway, things that Boone could have done made di- made different decisions. He could have said, "Oh, you're a doctor. Well, what do you think we should do?" You know, rather than saying, "Hey, I'm going to go get a pen so I can jab it into this person's throat." I mean, there. I mean, hello. You know, it's like, "Well, I'm a lifeguard. I know what to do. I, we're going to get a pen and jab it in the throat." It's like, "Hello, wait. You, this guy's a doctor. You, it's obvious." Perhaps you should ask him, is this what we should do? And and some will argue that, well, he did kind of do it. Should I go get a pen? And Jack just kind of blew him off and said, yeah, sure, go get a pen. Right. So, okay, maybe that throws that out the water. Forget that I said that. Um, but anyway, and then, of course, with the girl drowning. You know, I'm a lifeguard. I'm not going to, I'm going to do this. This is going to, this is going to set me up as a hero. You know, I'm going to show Jack that who appointed you sheriff, you know, and stuff. Instead, he made a hasty decision, and instead of saying, hey, somebody go get Jack, or somebody go get somebody, tell somebody what's going on here, he just runs out and does it. Causes the death of this girl. And And now, like I said, he started the catalyst of this. So I think we saw some hasty decisions in Boone, and I think that we can learn a little bit from that, because, you know, sometimes when we think that we know what the best thing to do is, we kind of just rush to it, and kind of our pride gets in the way, kind of thing. Would you agree with that? I would. Okay. But the people on the island don't learn anything from it. <laughs> no, they do not. All not right. So and, well, I, I just want to mention that that my favorite, my second favorite character. I, I don't know. They're kind of equal. I don't know. I, I'm so up in the air between John Locke and Hurley. They kind of <laughs> both had kind of cameo appearances in this. Uh, her, <laughs> the first mention of Hurley not losing weight on the island. Yeah, and and people were like, people were like, um, why isn't Hurley dropping the pounds, man? And and they made such a big deal of this question. You know, in season two, they're still asking this question, and and then even the writers of the show, but they answered that question in this episode. Dude, but, I'm a big guy. I, yeah, I've dropped the belt. I've do- dropped the belt loop size or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, there, he says, it's gonna listen. It's gonna be a while before you want to take me on a piggyback I ride." I love that. That was hilarious. That, that was a great line. But the thing is, is, is that I mean, how long have they been on the island at the end of season two? At uh, the end of season two, yeah, like sixty-five, 60, sixty-five days. 60, 65 days. Sure, there would be some visible appearance of him losing some weight. But he still yeah, would. But it's still going to take him like a year. Yeah, it's still not going to be something that. I mean, they're they're eating fruit. You know, it's not like he's out there jogging every day. He dumped his ranch dressing out. Give him a break. <laughs> so I I don't know that that was really. Of course, I don't know. He lost Libby. He might go eating again. Yeah. Anyway, um, then there was John Locke, and what was up with John Locke setting Sawyer up? Totally. That was. I mean, it's like. But he needs to. Shine the light somewhere else. Yeah. Because I think Sawyer already, or Saeed already suspected him. And so he needed to. Yeah, where were you? And he's like, I'm sorry, I don't. The only person that knows my whereabout was the boar I was skinning for dinner last night. Which was absolutely disgusting. They did not need to show him skinning the boar. Well, they didn't in this episode. No, but that was in the last episode. And they totally needed to show that. Okay. And then uh, who else was on the island outside of Sawyer and Kate and Jack, the the, the triad? 
<laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm going to call him from now on. The triad of the... Excuse me. Sorry wow. about that. I'm going to get... That is going to that's going to cost us three negative reviews on iTunes. Look, what you just did. Unless I go back and edit that out. I am that how many you coughed three times that's three negative reviews on iTunes. Get over it. <laughs> I had a cough. Okay, so anyway. Uh well, let's go ahead and talk about the triad. Just to turn my head. Thank you. The triad. The triad. <laughs> so here So we've already determined that it's always been Jack and Kate. At this point, it's always been Jack and Kate. Always been Jack and Kate. And she said something that changed the whole dynamic. She says, Jack, if you do this... Uh-huh. I think though that line in this show was, if you do this, I might not love you anymore. I mean... Yeah, right. I might question whether or not... You know, I, I mean, it, that was, I think that was the turning point. If you do this, it's like, listen, you are not going, I can handle the tattoos and I'm intrigued about the mystery man behind you and, you know, I can put up with your, you know, indecisions and, and all these things and I, I'm really, I'm, I'm really flattered that, you know, you're checking me out and all this stuff and, you know, there's, there's all these different things and, but, but I think, I think that she really, thought differently of Jack when he would be willing to allow Saeed to torture Sawyer to get the answer that he needed. Tortured by a spinal surgeon and a genuine Iraqi. That was great, wasn't it? Yeah. Um so anyway, I, I think that this I think this episode is clearly the point where the ter- the tides have turned, and now you enter the love triangle. So anyway, then you have Sa- then you have Saeed, and of course we we had already talked about you know the fact that he gets a little upset and runs off. Or we haven't talked about that, but he gets a little upset right. about what he's done. You know his old past, something he promised himself he would never do again, and he runs needs off. he needs to get away and and try to. Try to go meet the real person who knocked him over the head. Yeah, Danielle. So, anyway, I I think that um, the whole Sawyer thing. Let's go ahead and just talk about Sawyer since this is a Sawyer centric episode. So Sawyer and Jack have come a long way from the whole Sawyer would watch him die if the tables were turned to You're- being the closest thing I have to a friend. That is absolutely true. Things have ch- really changed. So I'm, I'm anxious to see where that change actually takes place. Yeah. Now, everybody hates Sawyer, um, except for Kate now. Um, but I think she still hates him. I, I don't know. It's the a- way she looked at him without him without his shorts on, and, and, and I think, you know, actually that probably had nothing to do with it, but I think probably what changed for her is and I don't understand this when she started to pity him I think that 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 created an emotional tie she really felt sorry for him that and and she really wanted to start to understand who he is right you know when she when she thought that he killed the man the the little boy's or uh, did the thing where that which caused the little boy's parents to 
to die. When she thought that he was the real Sawyer at the beginning, she was detested by that. But when she was nursing him back to health after, you know, Jack had bandaged him up and she figured out that the letter was actually written by him. That I, I that's mean, just when things the, started to change. Yeah, yep. that right there is like she's. That's when she started having feelings for Sawyer, and and I don't know if they're necessary feelings, but she they. But it was the beginning of what would be there for feelings for him, right? So, anyway, and as far as this whole situation with Sawyer, the one thing that I wanted to point out, and I actually brought this up in the forum online at the generally speaking lost forum. And I said, in a later episode, we learned that Sawyer hates himself so much that he goes to great lengths to make other people hate him. Actually, we learned it in this episode, and I just didn't realize that it was this episode already uh, because I hadn't watched the episode again when I wrote this. How did Sawyer become who he was? Let's forget about the grown man that calls people names, but imagine the eight-year-old boy who watched both of his parents die in a murder-suicide right in front of him. This is a horrible thought, and at first I thought, why put this into the show? But the reality is that there are children, lots of them, unfortunately, who witnessed the murder of their parents. Even here in suburbia, northern Kentucky, in our very own church, we had one of our own elders in the church who was informed that his daughter had been murdered by her ex-boyfriend. By her husband. By her husband uh, in front of his granddaughter. Son. But you're trying. It was our elder's grandson. You're right. Wow. Anyway, I don't know when I wrote this. Uh, to witness... It should have a timestamp on it. <laughs> you leave me alone? My hey, God. This what, is where 20- are we at? Because I've been really good up to this point. <laughs> 28 minutes. See? I've been so nice. Wow, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, gosh. To witness that cruelty... Uh, to have this evil take away your only sense of support, love, and family identity has to be something that just rips the innocence right out of any child. Is it possible that the lost island Sawyer, or the Sawyer we know, uh, has never mentally grown beyond the age of eight? Could the real Sawyer be robbed of little, uh, robbed? Could the real Sawyer have robbed little James Ford of the rest of his childhood? giving him a wrong perspective of the world in which he lives. Uh, I'm not a marriage and family family therapist of any by any stretch of the imagination, but I can imagine that without a lot of support and care, the, real, the Sawyer we see on the island uh, is what can be produced by such a skewed worldview. And uh, my bet is that we all know a few James Fords out there in this world, and uh, there is a story like this behind the anger, behind behind the hate, anger and the hatred uh and, and then the trust yes and then i put uh i suppose in one way lost can be viewed as a reality show um and edith baker said something uh she says cliff i think that there the mere experience of watching the murder suicide of his parents was bad enough but we must consider a number of other things that went wrong in james ford's life for instance here are three things the fact that his mother had an affair with the original Sawyer meant that his parents did not have a stable relationship. So, obviously, that is 100% correct. I mean, not only did he uh, not only did he have to grow up with the mental image of his parents dying in front of him uh, in such a horrible and cruel way, but, I mean, 
even beyond that, even before that, he never really had a healthy family identity and atmosphere because of what his parents must have been going through in their marriage. Uh, So very good point there, Edith. And then she also said, what happened to the grandparents when it all came to being James's, uh, let's see here, what ha- whatever happened to the grandparents when it came to being James James Ford's support system? According to the backstory, uh, now I'll have to trust her on this, she says James' mother told him to hide under the bed. That's correct. Okay. She told him to stay still because her husband was under the impression that, that James he was, was... still at grandma's. Okay. Yeah. Very good. And then why didn't his grandparents come forth come forth once he was alone in the world? And so that's Well we a, don't know that they didn't. That's right. We don't know that they didn't, but at least at the very least Even uh, if grandma and grandpa came forward and and took care of him and raised him, which in our case in our church is what has happened you're still growing up with a lot of baggage. Well, and then point three, she says, James Ford was doomed to have a rough life because he was raised in an orphanage in Tennessee. Now, see, the thing is... Okay. Maybe Grandma and Grandpa died. Okay. That was, well, she even says that, I think, or somebody else followed up with it. And chances are he was not given proper psychological therapy. Obviously, his family must have not been able to be there for him. Um, either way, they disowned him. Either they disowned him, or were not able to take care of him, both financially or emotionally. Uh, we will definitely need more backstories to let us know what happened to the young James Fords. And, and the thing is, is, she went on, and um, there, there, there is a lot more about James Ford and his childhood that we don't know. that we don't know yet. And I think probably season three may reveal some more of that. So. Um, this this whole situation, you know, this guy's he's bad. He's I he is a horrible person by all definitions of a horrible person. He's he's mean, he's nasty, he's rude. Um and people are letting off fireworks and it is July 19th and it's 11 o'clock and I'm getting angry about that. <laughs> but we're going to continue to record and not worry about it until after we're done. So anyway, where was I? Mean and rude and so, nasty. But, but the thing is, and then but then you hear about this. But when you think of him through the the eyes of what he saw through the eyes of an eight year old boy, you know, does that give? Maybe he's not really mean and rude and nasty. Maybe he's scared and terrified and ashamed. No, I think both is true. I think he is all of those things. But he at but as a result of that, covering it up or whatever. He is mean, nasty, and rude. I mean, who in their right mind... I mean, obviously he's not in his right mind. But, I mean, only a mean, nasty person would do what he did. The only thing in this episode that that gave any hint of sympathy for me, for him, was when he was conning the... Jess and David. Jess and David, um... The only thing that gave me any kind of sympathy for him whatsoever is when he not only dropped the con and left their money, he also left his own money. It's not his own money. Well, it to- it totally... Hear me out on this one. Okay. It totally was his money because had he not bring- brought it back plus 50%, he was in a lot of trouble. So it very much was something that he was... Okay, it, I it, understand that. But- it cost him. 
Mm-hmm. Let's just put it that way. But you're right. Technically, you're right. It wasn't his money. But the fact is, is that he he still owed it to somebody that knew a lot about how suffering and was going to show him. <laughs> so, which maybe we'll see in a flashback in episode three perhaps. or season three. So anyway, that is. Do you have anything else for the character analysis? No. Okay. Let's move on to the next part of our show. We're lost on an island, running from boars and monsters, freaking polar bears. Freaking polar bears. I looked into the eye of this island, and what I saw was beautiful. Lost, exploring the mystery. I'm sorry. Did you have to do that? I didn't have to do that, but I did it anyway. You so are listening to too much bit jobs for the math. Feel coin. Bitjobs.net. Anyway, so... Which I love his podcast, but occasionally he'll turn up his mic and sing right along. Oh, <laughs> uh, goodness. Anyway, um, so we're talking about island mystery, mystery stuff. Mystery, yeah. Which we don't have much. Not much. So, moving uh, right along into the lost in the news. No, I'm just kidding. There is something. Uh, I wanted to... You had asked the question, why didn't Sun... Go ahead and ask it, because you know what I want to say. Yeah, why didn't Sun just go get the eucalyptus by herself? Does she have to ask nasty, mean, rude, completely offensive Michael to go get it for her? Okay, and my answer? It's because she's in love with him, which makes me want to... Barf right here on the floor and make you clean it up. <laughs> oh gosh, that is, oh, four more negative remarks on iTunes. We're gonna have two hundred reviews on iTunes before the end of this podcast. Sweet. We already have. Did you know we have one hundred and one iTunes reviews? How many of them were negative? I would say about half. Really? No, I, probably about forty of them are negative. But anyway, it, it, it's... If you feel the urge to leave negative feedback, just, just turn off your iPod, because I don't care. <laughs> no, just go ahead and go to iTunes and leave us a number one, I guess. It's not going <laughs> to hurt anything over there. <laughs> Moving right along. Okay, no, so, so yeah, Island why, Mystery. Why didn't she do it? I, I think that, you know, this is yet another... Jen still has her tied under his thumb. I think that's probably the answer. He's just... Chopping his wood, and they still want to. He still wants to stick to themselves, and yeah, you know. Now, of course, it was kind of funny when Michael got the fish guts in his eye. That was kind of funny. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> in what way? Ah, <laughs> uh, he was doing something. That didn't Island right. mystery. Island mystery. We should um, really take an notes and, and write this stuff down in, in this episode. Go ahead, email. I what? got an email from Kyle Hughes. Yes, back a couple of days ago. And he asked, this would fit into the mystery, I think, because this is the first time where things start connecting and, you know, showing up. Yeah. And um, Jess, her who, husband. who Sawyer was conning, um, her husband's name is David, as is Hurley's imaginary friend. As is, is Libby's as husband. As is Libby's husband, named David. So, yes. lots of Davids popping up. Absolutely, are lots they running of out of names, or is there a connection? But there are so many names out there. I know, I mean, he, like Bob. <laughs> yeah, or Ralph, or or um, yeah, Polly. Coming up with so many right now. <laughs> Let's just 
pick I, it out of a hat. I told Cliff, let's just record tomorrow. No, let's go do it. Yeah, and <laughs> Cliff didn't go. take any notes. Can you tell? Island mystery. Okay, so we have who did hit um, Saeed, Saeed over the head. That's a mystery. That's and there there was one thing. James Ford, or Sawyer, was running from something. In the beginning. In the was. beginning. And, and they never showed. That he never sh- they, we never saw what he was running from. So, was it Vincent? Was it a boar? Or was it something else? Because animals don't like him. No, they don't. They don't. Well, if you saw what he does to tree frogs... <laughs> <laughs> So that's pretty much it. That, yeah, there wasn't much. There, this this probably this the, it wasn't. This much, just wasn't. It wasn't a great episode. Not quite ho hum, but wasn't great. But if you think otherwise, and you thought this was an absolutely wonderful episode, give us a call on our listener line at four one three five two one. I don't, you, zero said, nine five eight. You got it. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and tell and, us why. And I tell mean, us don't why. just call us and tell us you think it's a. Great yeah, just don't say you guys are crazy. That was you're ep- so stupid. That was a great episode. I mean, tell me why you think that. Yeah, I and mean, don't tell me I'm stupid because I can still have the right to my own opinion. <laughs> and you have the right to yours as well. Exactly. So, absolutely. Let's take a look at my favorite bumper in our show. Oh my gosh! Lost in the news. Lost in the news. Okay, so we're in the summer hiatus here um, in 2006, and there's not a lot going on in the Lost in the news. However, I just want to bring up a couple very small items here. Uh, The first thing that I want to bring up is Lost Star Braces for Yu-Gi-Oh! Champion Challenge. Now, exactly. Uh, July 17, 2006, press release. The Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card game, the world's number one trading card game, celebrates its fifth fifth year anniversary at the 2006 Comic-Con International with competitive uh, duel between Lost Star Malcolm David Kelly, also known as Walt, and reigning national trading card game champion... 11-year-old Austin Kuhlman of Bellevue, Washington. The action will take place in the main exhibit hall on Saturday, July 22nd at 2 p.m. Whoa, that's in three days. Uh, Let's see here. The upper deck, both number 2829, will be followed by a meet-and-greet session with Yu-Gi-Oh! fans. Now, I've never heard of Yu-Gi-Oh! before. You've never heard of Yu-Gi-Oh! Have you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Now I know I've heard of those Pokemon cards. No, Yu-Gi-Oh is a whole. You what, tell me about Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know about Yu-Gi-Oh. I just have heard of it. Okay. Yeah, it's on TV. It's when, on. No way. When we had TV, <laughs> <laughs> we still have TV. Seriously, they have good. like ESPN. Well, three. I don't think it's on ESPN, but. <laughs> There's a there's a cartoon and there's (laughs) (laughs) for hold on watch this listen to this for forty nine ninety nine you get the entire season of Yu Gi Oh yeah that wasn't that funny (laughs) no it was it was actually the wrong uh, thing it wrong effect I had 
I guess when I turned it off earlier. You were playing around earlier. Yeah. Anyway, so, so Yu-Gi-Oh! I should edit this. No, I shouldn't. Go ahead. A television show, I believe. Uh-huh. And if you go to the store right next to all of the Power Rangers and all, there are figures and, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! stuff. Okay. Well, anyway. And a card game. Uh, next up, and kind of related to the... But how is that Lost news? Because Malcolm David Kelly isn't even on Lost anymore. Uh, and you know this how? Because he sailed away on his little dingy boat. <laughs> but we don't know what happened after that. Yeah, okay. Okay. And it's Lost related because he was still part of the cast for season two, so... Anyway... Even uh, though he was only on it for Lost like in the news... Seconds. Uh, Lost, the cast is returning for a third year at Comic-Con, and that's going to be held from July 20th, which is tomorrow, uh, through July 23rd, and they have a preview night tonight. Now, I know Jay and Jack from the Jay and Jack Lost podcast are going to be there, and I know some of our uh, forum members, I know Jay Rooney is going to be at Comic Con, and so, and I and I know a lot of other Lost fans are going there. Cool. So I I invite you to uh, uh, talk to the cast when you find them, ask them for clues, and and uh, call in your cast sightings at four one three five two one zero nine five eight. Tell us uh, what's going on. Give us an update on uh, Comic Con two thousand six, and tell us how things are going there in California. And uh, so, and then one other lost item, and I think most people know this already, but season three will begin on October fourth, two thousand six. That's awfully late. It well, they're doing a seven weeks straight, and then thirteen weeks off. Is that what I, I think remember? so? So, uh, but anyway, uh, we have the date. It's I think set in stone, and this came from ABC announces. It's series premiere dates and the plan to give Lost a All 13. Yeah. Sweet. I, I have it. Matter of fact, that. you want me to read some of these to you? If you want. Sure. 2020, September Nobody 8th. Nobody cares about 2020. How about Dancing, Grey's Anatomy? No, here, here's one. <laughs> and seriously, I think we were going to podcast yeah, about we this were. on um, My Probably Crazy Life. get a new um, DVR. Satellite, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dancing with the Stars, uh, two hour premiere. Uh, it's going to be on Tuesdays and it's going to start on September 12th. And then the next night on Wednesdays, they'll have the results show at 8 o'clock just before Lost. Uh, Wife Swap, Monday, September 18th. Get what? to the good shows. Okay. Grey's Anatomy, we'll put that last. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's Thursday, September 21st. Uh, six Degrees, Thursday, September 21st. Ugly Betty. That show looks so funny. Really? Yeah. I- I'll watch it once. Friday, September 22nd. Uh, Men and Trees. Where do they come up with the titles I of these things? I have no idea where they come up. Actually, The Men and Trees, I've watched the trailer. I know where they came up with the title of that show. Okay. Is it a bunch and- of men hanging out in trees doing funny stuff? Not funny stuff. They're working. They're in, okay. anyway. It. You want me to tell you what it's about? I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> no, please don't tell me. We're off topic. Okay. Uh, Extreme Makeover Home Edition. The two-hour. Pr- every episode's two hours. I know, but it's a special edition. Two hour in it. Whatever. Uh, Sunday, September twenty fourth. Desperate or desolate housewives. <gasps> tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell yeah, me. who cares? Brothers and sisters. Um, Friday. Just the Flockhart's in that. It what? Brothers and sisters. Is she from Allie McBeal? Allie McBeal, huh? 
They should bring Ally McBeal back. Uh, let's see here. Where was I? Uh, Desolate Housewives. Help me help you. Uh, Boston Liberal. Uh, <laughs> September 26th. Uh, America's funny. Whatever. Those things aren't even funny anymore. Uh, the Bachelor. <laughs> Who cares about The Bachelor? That guy you needs... so mean. Lost. October 4th, 9 p.m. Uh, the Nine, never heard of it. Big Day. That's because it's brand new. Okay. <laughs> uh, and Notes from the Underbelly. Another really looks pretty funny. Really? Notes from the Underbelly? Notes from the Underbelly. It's about um, this couple who um, are pregnant. Uh-huh. Just found out they're having a baby, but they have to keep it a secret from other people. And they get notes from the, the baby? Yeah. <laughs> It's their notes. <laughs> okay. And what about Brian? Uh, the night of oh, that's October 9th. What about Brian has um, JJ Abrams works on that? Yeah, I know. Or pays I, to put his name I, on I, it. I, I think it's probably a rubber stamp thing. Uh, and then Nights of Prosperity. And then Daybreak. Uh, the, all these stuff. Uh, go to our Generally Speaking Lost Forum, Lost in the News, and Season 3 begins October 4th. Be there. Uh, that is out there. Moderator, or well, he's no longer our moderator. He's got lots of things going on. But uh, Matt, just Matt from the forum, uh, posts all of our lost news. Well, most of our lost news out there, and so we thank him for that. Gracious, uh, or very, we're very gracious for him doing that for us. So now let's turn for just a moment to the most important voice in the generally speaking lost podcast, and that is our listeners. Yes. Colonel Locke, is this line secure? Line secure, go ahead. This is Michelle from Texas. This is Kim from Indiana. Josh from California. Jennifer from Florida. Sam in Tucson. Kimberly from California. Paul in Memphis, Tennessee. Listener feedback. Target area is acquired. We are a go. Roger that. Andrew from Salt Lake City. I just called to let you guys know that I experienced Lost. I bought season one. I work at a video game store part-time. Someone traded it in. I thought, jerks, why would they do that? Watched it. I watched it all episodes in three days, and I downloaded season two on my iPod, and I watched every episode from in one week. I'm a Lost junkie now, and I just downloaded your guys' podcast, and I work for a title company during the day, and I just listen to you guys all day, and I try to come up with little myths and stuff, but uh, that is awesome. Um, you guys' show is great. I hope it stays on, um, and good luck with the show. Um, hopefully there's no more hailstorms in your next episodes, because, you know... Those aren't good. Um, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Listens to us all day. <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, there are some people that do that. I, I don't know why. That's just wrong. <laughs> so wrong on many, so many levels. <laughs> Andrew, thank you very much. Thank and you, so glad to have a new Lost Junkie out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. The world does not have enough Lost Junkies. Yeah. Our hailstorm passed. We're on a heat emergency now. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So, along with the rest of the world. We, yeah. Europe has uh, had a big, huge heat wave as well. It's been bad. Father Roderick couldn't even go see Pirates of the Caribbean because the of nerve. the... There was no air, there's no air conditioning in the theater in Amersford. And speaking of Ro- Father Roderick, while we're at it, 
he gave us a huge plug on his podcast today and yesterday. Did he really? Yeah, he mentioned. Oh, nice. He, Thank you. Well, actually, I sent him an audio comment. He played it. Uh, he played half of it yesterday, talking about our generally speaking. Was it that long about baby? the church? It was that long. No. <laughs> it, it, and then uh, today he he played the little thing where I told him that we're talking about characters mm-hmm. and and stuff like that and how he had inspired that idea. And so, if you're listening to us as a result of hearing about our podcast from Father Roderick, thank, thank you, you for joining us. And uh, Father Roderick is the best, single, most awesome podcasting person out there, and by far the coolest priest I've ever met. And so, we love Father Roderick more than we can say. And so, uh, anyway, we're glad to have Andrew on board. I don't know how we got there. <laughs> Uh, but check out Father Roderick at Daily Breakfast. Uh, well, just go to SQPN StarQuest Podcast Network SQPN dot com and check out uh, any of Father Roderick's podcasts over there. Uh, now, obviously, Andrew became a lost junkie, listened to us all day, and decided to call us again. Hey, it's Andrew from Salt Lake City again. I was just curious, maybe you guys should do a skit on your show maybe called Echoes Confessions. Maybe you can have callers call up, hey, did you watch Lost constantly all through the week? Did they miss episodes? Then maybe you guys can forgive them or what? I don't know. Um, there's. <laughs> I, I love that idea. Yeah. <laughs> Echoes Confessions. Rem over at 5x5audio.com could put together a little bumper for us. And uh, maybe Father Roderick can uh, give us the liturgical... Uh, how it's supposed to be said? Uh, forgive me, forgive me, Father, for it has been seven days since I've you lost, and we could uh, have them do penance and and uh... <laughs> 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 this is okay. So let's finish up his comment here. There's also two questions I have. Um, when Claire has a dream and she says "lock" with the red rock or the black rock and the white rock that they found on that corpse, what does that mean? Okay, well, well, first of all, I don't think that we know exactly what that means. Right. And in fact, in that dream, not only is there the black and white rock, uh, which has symbolism of black and white, the good and evil, and the, the good side, the bad side, um, but you also have... Um, Locke had explained to Walt that uh, there, those were used for the um, very first... Backgammon games, that which was the first game ever created or invented, and um, uh, you you have the idea of one against one, and you also had in that very same dream. I think he had one black eye and one white eye in in that dream as well. But exactly what is this theme of black and white? I don't know the answer to that. Um, and, you know, is it good versus evil? And the, then the question is, who is good? So it's a good question, but it's something that I believe remains a mystery. And why does Walt always get boat rides on season finales? I was kind of curious about that. but uh, Your guess is as good as mine, and I wonder if he'll be back to get another boat ride next year. I am a new listener. I am, Like I said, I'm the guy who watched all episodes within one week and uh, I still listen to your guys' show. Um, I'm listening to the one that you guys did, I guess, last Friday but uh, podcasts are the best thing in the world, baby. Um, You guys keep it up um, and I'll hear from you guys again. Bye. 
Thank you again, Andrew. Yes, podcasts are the best thing in the world. Uh, the greatest technology ever invented. And the, uh, I've even got my wife hooked. And she, well, we'll talk about that in the podcast update. So we won't go there. But great to have you on board. And I will tell you, Andrew, you were not the only person to view more than 20 episodes in one week. Uh, there are plenty of us out there who have experienced that. Let's see who we got coming up next. I think this might be Cody. Now, Cody called in three different times, and for the sake of timing, I just had to pick one, and this is the one I chose. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. It's Cody from Ohio again, and I was just listening to your summary review podcast segment of Tabula Rasa, and it got me thinking, and I came up with a theory. Well, I kind of have two. The first being, well, maybe if that all is all true, it heals you. What if it's the island gives you what you want emotionally or organically or whatnot, such as, like, when they got, like, Claire, maybe when she was on the island, she wanted her baby to be alive, and that's what she wanted the most, and it gave it to her. And maybe son, what it wanted, like, what Jin wanted was to have a baby, and son got pregnant, and maybe for Locke it was being able to walk again. So it's an interesting got theory. Me about the air marshal. Wedding in it, the island healed the air marshal, and then, but the air marshal, what maybe he really still deeply deep inside loves Kate. If there was something going on between them, and what he said about the clean slate, maybe he what he really wants is Kate to have a second chance and to have a fresh start, and she's getting one on the island right now. And my second, I think you guys said this before. Um, about the electromagnetism, maybe the electromagnetism and the magnetic polarity and such of the island, maybe it healed everything like Jen's infertility and Claire's baby, and it'd be cool if you guys discussed this. Okay, bye. Well, I, I think that that's an interesting theory on the idea that the island perhaps maybe it gives you what you want. And I think that could... So Sawyer wants to be hated? <laughs> uh, I think that that's probably what this all what episode was, was about. I think what he really wants is love of a parent. Or, or someone to, to truly love him. But. Right, but but his his selfish desire is to heap hatred upon himself. Okay. So, anyway, I think that was, that's an interesting thing. And yes, we have already talked about the electromagnet... Magden, well, anyway, we already talked about that. Just go back to... Electromagnetic phenomena? Yes, thank you very much. Uh, and just go back and listen to the two podcasts after the season finale of season two, and you will have that discussion there, Cody. Thank you very much for calling in. Now, let's see who's next. Hey, Cliff and Stephanie. Uh, I'm calling from Vancouver, B.C. I'm not leaving my name because I've gotten in trouble for doing this sort of thing uh, in the past I work in the film and television industry and uh, just had a bit of lost in the news. If you're interested, uh, filming a new ABC television series in Vancouver, Canada to air in the fall uh, called Masters of Science Fiction, which is a spin-off from the uh, Showtime series Masters of Horror. Uh, this will be airing on primetime ABC, though, so everyone can see it. You don't have to have cable. And we're filming an episode the other day, and I was surprised to look over at the uh, customized chair for the director and and actors and saw the name Terry O'Quinn on one of the chairs. 
And sure enough, Mr. John Locke made an appearance shortly thereafter and has been filming for several days. And we're about wrapped now, and it's a uh, eerie-looking pod pod creature uh, alien autopsy science fiction piece, which uh, Stephanie probably won't want to watch. But uh, it was interesting to see him, and very hard not to uh, bug the talent about, hey, what's going on with Lost? I decided to be a little more professional than that. But uh, I used to post on some boards for some other shows, and it ended up getting back to me, and uh, I'm just going to be more careful from now on. Anyways, I uh, really love the podcast. It's nice to have some Lost over the summer, and uh, keep up the good work. Take care. Well, thank you very much, John, for that um, feedback. Just calling him John? Well, it's John Doe. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, did you just make that up? I just totally made that up. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Terry O'Quinn, uh, big actor, director, chair. Seriously, when are these people going to... I mean, they're already, you know, big actors. Hello. I'm sorry, go ahead. Don't interrupt me. With no, I totally people. hit that on accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when are these actors going to do something that you that would want to watch? watch. <laughs> uh, no, I, yeah. I, I mean, know. other than Lost. I mean, they've made it pretty big, you know? Yeah. It's... Lost has become its own phenomenon of its own. It has. And and they're all out recording these silly little horror movies and wasting our time. <laughs> Total waste of time, that. Terry O'Quinn. I didn't say why, that. Why why bother? He's still getting a paycheck. I'm sure it's not a waste of his time. <laughs> but it I just don't I don't know. Maybe that stuff appeals to the rest of the lost audience. Now, as far as Montana goes, you recall what <gasps> we talked? I know. I'm so excited about this next call because okay. good old state of Montana has like what a population of six hundred thousand or something is what I um, said. Mm-hmm. And you questioned, you know, perhaps maybe we have this there- huge listener base that maybe we <laughs> should right. stop in and. Montana and do a live recording. Well, I didn't say we'd stop in and do a live recording. I think you said that. Yeah, something like that. But anyway, here's our call from somebody who is not in Montana. But from. But from. Hello, this is Tosis. I'm, though I'm calling all the way from Germany, I'm actually originally from Montana. And uh, this uh, late summer, early fall, I'll actually be going back to Montana. And while I'm there, I'll be sure to take your podcast with me just to let you know that you have a listener in Montana. Oh, and if you decided to do a live podcast there sometime in the end of September, I will certainly make it a point to uh, come visit you. And, uh, right, that doesn't seem terribly likely. But anyway, i just also like to say that I uh, uh, called earlier on to your show and uh, had a theory about mathematical forecasting. And I think what we're seeing in the lost experience with the Valentetti equation, well, I think I might just have to get a Jane Jack tally for that. So keep up the good work, love the podcast, and hope to hear you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Did he say his name is Tosis, I believe? I missed it. Hold on. Tosis, I think. Hold on. Hello, this is Tosis. That's Tosis. So uh, if we go to Montana within the next year to do a live podcast i promise you it will be in late september (laughs) so i'll tell you what if you can gather 50 diehard lost fans in montana in montana we'll think about it i don't know i mean 
Uh, yeah. So any, no, we're just man. Why we should we're joking around too much? It's it's already over an hour. So let's move on. Hi guys, this is Debbie in Minnesota. Um, I was listening to your podcast on the moth, and I think uh, pr- concisely, Cliff, what you were trying to say about choices is that we will pass on cr- curses or blessings to the next generation, and that there are laws of unintended consequence. Uh, the other thing I wanted to comment on was um, the idea that the baby could be Michael's is just chilling to me as well, Stephanie. I can't bear that idea. And the thing is, is you know, son tells Jen, I have never been with another man. If it is Michael's child, she is lying to him, and do we believe that son is a liar? And I just can't believe that. So um, at least I don't want to believe it. So that's it, and uh, have a good day. Would son ever lie to her husband? She already has. I mean, there's not this whole... We already know that. We're planning on leaving you behind your back, and I'm going to act and pretend like I'm dead. Um, There's not this whole, hmm, I'm learning English so I can go to America, and I'm not going to tell my husband that I speak English. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to lie to everybody on this island and not tell them. Something tells me that son may just possibly, I don't know, there's something within me that just thinks that it's possible that son has you the ability. You like to hear yourself talk. I do. Really? The, the ability to lie. I already know that she has the ability to lie. But watching that scene from season two, I do not believe that she is lying. Okay. Very cool. Should I go get her? I think she'll be okay for just another moment. Okay. Our daughter's upstairs. Wailing. Oh, wait. Is she wailing? Mm-hmm. Hold on. I don't hear it. You can go get her if you want. All right. So, anyway, I'm just totally kidding. Uh, She's just going to wake up the other one. And what was the other thing she said? Did she say something else earlier? She in doesn't that... want to believe her. Thing. Yeah, but she said something else in that in that voicemail in the beginning. That's when I was listening for McKenna. Okay, hold on. Everybody's going to hate this. We should edit, but I'm not going to. Hi, guys. This is Debbie in Minnesota. Um, I was listening to your podcast on the moth, and I think uh, concisely, Concisely what you're trying to say about choices is that we will pass on curses or blessings to the next generation, and that there are laws of unintended consequence. Uh, The other thing I wanted to comment on was um, the idea that the baby could be okay so we did get everything so anyway thank you very much for calling in and being a part of our podcast and we are now going to wrap things up with a an update of what's going on with our podcasting network here we can't transmit because something else is already transmitting somewhere close. The signal's strong. Train, how would what you kind even... of transmission is it? It could be a sat phone, maybe a radio signal. Can we listen to it? Let me get the frequency first. Hold on. This is a Generally Speaking Podcast Network update. John, I think that's my favorite bumper we have. You think so? Yeah. So, and that was provided, of course, by Rem at 5x5audio.com. So, anyway... You know eventually he's going to get so busy he won't be able to help I us know. out anymore. So <laughs> then we're going to have to stick with your cheesy little bumpers. <laughs> we can't stick with our cheesy bumpers anymore. Uh, anyway, update of what's going on in the generally speaking world here. The, the Ravenscraft 
plan to dominate the world of podcasting. We'll be on hiatus next week. You were just you're just gonna come out and tell them that. I yes, mean, just, I'm just gonna tell them that you'll just have to listen to a repeat. <laughs> we're we're running repeats next week. Yeah, we're, we're on vacation. Yes, we are going to take a week off. Uh, Stephanie and I have not missed a single solitary week. Since we started in December. Uh, we have not taken a single week off of podcasting. And uh, at times, there we've actually recorded and released as much as three to four podcasts in a single week at times. And so we are on our va- family vacation uh, leaving Saturday, and we There's will be gone. There's not enough room in the van to pack for five people and take all this stuff with us. I bet you I could pack some stuff. No. But anyway, no, we are definitely, we, I think everybody is, is going to quite understand that uh, we are taking a week off and we invite you to check out our other two podcasts at www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com uh, where I just released uh, something that I have just been anticipating forever on Generally Speaking About the Church. I did an interview with a man by the name of Ralph W. Neighbor Jr., And he is known by many as the father of the cell church movement in uh, the United States and around the world. And, um, well, actually, there were other people before him, but some people consider him that. And he's written lots of books about the cell church. And, of course, that's the type of ministry that I'm involved in. And if you're interested in finding out what is a cell church, check out episode number three. And if you're interested in uh, hearing that interview that I did, check out episode number four of Generally Speaking About the Church. And then, of course, My Crazy Life. Uh, there is no format to that show, but things have changed. And that is, it used to be just My Crazy Life, but now there is somebody else posting podcasts on my feed. Well, after ten years, he finally realized that he shares his crazy life with me. <laughs> And I'm also sharing my crazy feed with you. Absolutely. Stephanie has released two podcasts within one week. And both of those shows, both of those shows individually have more downloads than my last episode of My Crazy Life. What's up with that? (laughs) And of course, uh, you guys, there is no shortage of Ravenscraft stuff out there in the three different podcasts that we do. And who knows, we might, I do have some portable equipment, we might record a little something in the field. Definitely will not be a full-blown, generally speaking, weekly loss podcast, but maybe something short and sweet on the My Crazy Life, if I can talk my wife into it. So, we want to thank um, allstarfigures.com for Absolutely. sponsoring this podcast, and I do not have the information about the new Lost figurine right now. But there is a new one. There is a brand new figurine. Uh, the first one, of course, was Charlie. You don't know who the next I one is? I don't know who the next one is, but what I'm going to do is uh, I should be getting that information tomorrow. Uh, and so I am going to, well, and you guys have already heard it, of course. Right. Before the intro plays, it's going to say, this is the Generally Speaking podcast. Right. And is being, this episode is being sponsored by All Star Figures. Who has the information on the next part, you know, the next in the series of Lost Figurines. And, of course, then what I'll do, if you will just hang around after the end of the extra that you're about to hear, I will also tell you a little bit at the end of the show how you can order that 
uh, figurine pre-order it and the series of six, I believe, that are coming out. Six so. or eight? Six, I believe. Okay. So anyway, you can uh, check that out at allstarfigures.com. And uh, we want to thank them for sponsoring this show. And, of course, we have to thank those of you who have donated uh, and contributed to our site via the PayPal donate button at generallyspeakingpodcast.com. Without the support of our listeners, we would not be able to have done these weeks after weeks after weeks of podcasting. It really has been your generous support that has helped us to to continue to be able to submit these podcasts out there for what has now become over 200,000 downloads of our shows. Really? So, yeah, absolutely amazing. And so we want to thank you guys. We ask uh, those of you who would be willing to be praying for us uh, over the next week and a half, please pray that our family will have a safe and healthy trip to Florida, in Florida, and on our way back from Florida. And also pray that we have a good time, free of stress, and that we will enjoy our time down there. Uh, we're really, we're really looking forward to a vacation, and we're really hoping that this will be a great family experience and something that we'll look back on and 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 just be thankful that we had this time. So, anyway, we thank each and every one of you. You guys are the greatest listeners out there. Uh, even though we're going to be gone for a way, we definitely. Uh, would love to hear from you. Call us on our listener line at 413-521-0958. Email Stephanie at Stephanie at Ravenscraft.org. Email me at Cliff. Well, I just... I, I, I When I did my last episode of My Crazy Life, I said I won't be checking my email. You can email me, but I yes. won't get it until after we're back. Well, that's fine. You wouldn't Well, mind. I'm just saying, because I do try to reply to the messages that I get... Okay. And if you don't get a reply, it's because I'm not checking my email. And I'll probably check mine, so <laughs> send me all the mail you want. And then, of course, um, we want to talk about what's coming up next on Lost. This isn't what was supposed to happen. What's going to happen? I don't want to know. What was supposed to happen? I know. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You know what? I'm not going to find out. Don't you want to know? Uh, well, we obviously should know that... I love in that... I'm loving that that bumper where in my right ear, Hurley says, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. Well, we obviously should have known that Confidence Man, the one that we just did a podcast on, is not episode number seven of Lost. No, it's not. It's It's episode number eight. Yeah, it is. And so what's coming up next on the Generally Speaking Lost podcast? Uh, In two weeks, we will have our next episode of Generally Speaking Lost summer review of seasons one and two, and it will be drop the season two. No, be the summer review of season one. No, we'll. (laughs) I mean, we'll get. Well, okay, so maybe it won't all happen in the summer. (laughs) The summer and fall and possibly midwinter review of seasons one and two. Next up, though, in two weeks there will be a podcast for season one, episode nine of Solitary, which is Saeed centric, correct? Yes, I believe so. And so we want you to go ahead and view that, call in your listener comments and questions, and if you find any kind of exploring the mystery stuff, boy, we're digging deep for that. And of course, we have no. We have mystery. Don't we find the cord on the island? Oh, yeah, I think so. We'll find the plug next week. The underground. Two weeks. The underwater hatch that we haven't seen yet. So, anyway, uh, until next time, guys, thank you very much for listening. And everyone, let's, let's stay, stay lost. lost.
You have been listening to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. You can make our show even better with your feedback. Call our listener comment line at area code 413-521-0958 to leave your comments and questions. And please start with your name and where you're calling from. If you would like to contribute to our weekly podcast, simply click on the PayPal donate button on our website at www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com. Join us next week for another edition of Generally Speaking. Thanks for listening. Okay, well, thank you very much for listening to this podcast episode regarding Confidence Man. Uh, And I am back here, as promised, recording a little note of thanks to Angelo at allstarfigures.com. And you can find a link to his site with the photos of the close-up images of all the new Series 1 Lost Figurines that are available, or will soon be available anyway. And you can pre-order them at an early bird pre-order special price from Angelo's site at allstarfigures.com. And I definitely check, or I definitely encourage you to check out those figurines. They look awesome. And uh, just so you know, there is one that is called, I think it's called a special box set. And it is a lost figurine showing four characters from the island. And it looks as if it is, hold on, let me go ahead and click on the close up here and I'll tell you a little bit about it. Matter of fact, I'll make this the, the album art here. It's got Jack looking down into the hatch after they blew the hatch lid off. Uh, You've got Locke holding the torch. You've got Hurley uh, staring down. And you've got Kate holding another torch. And, I mean, just the phenomenal quality of these figurines. I know that Stephanie and I are going to be purchasing a set uh, for ourselves because we have just really involved ourselves into loss so much. And if you... Order now. You can get a very special deal on these and just check that out. Go to our podcast website, look at our show notes at generallyspeakingpodcast.com and follow the link to allstarfigures.com, the special link that I have to the pictures. And uh, go ahead and order some of those. And if you do order, if there's any place whatsoever in your order to put remarks, please tell them that you are responding after hearing about these figurines from the Generally Speaking podcast because uh, hopefully what we'll do is we'll gain some sponsorship from uh, allstarfigures.com quite a bit more when season three rolls around and especially when these things uh, become uh, available to the public on uh, immediate demand. So thank you very much, Angelo. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you everyone who has put up with me uh, during these last 35 episodes It's been great to come to you week after week since December 16th of 2005, and we are taking one week off, and I am leaving tomorrow morning with the family uh, to head for a 15-hour drive. We're going to split it up to two days to uh, Florida, spend a day, two or three in Disneyland or Disney World, and and all that fun stuff, and so I may not be on the forum very much, I may not answer my uh, emails very much, and there will not be a podcast of the Weekly Lost Edition uh, for you guys next week. However, uh, I would probably keep my eye on the My Crazy Life podcast on our podcast network because 
I may just sneak in a podcast or two there. So anyway, God bless you all. Have a great weekend. Have a great week, day, night, afternoon, evening, whatever it is, whenever you're listening, and take care.